Hello and welcome to Keeping It Simple, a new podcast. I am Achaya. And I am Sachin. We've been friends for the past 10 years, but Achaya lives in India and I live in the US. And whenever we do catch up, we talk about everything under the sun. And with the ongoing COVID-19 situation, we thought it would be a great idea to put our conversations out there. And to let you know that if you ever feel lonely, you've got two friends out here who've got your back. Hi, Achu. How are you doing? Hey bro I'm good how was your week uh week was long uh i should say unproductive how was your week oh uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i like i thought i thought i'll be the only one who say it's unproductive but i'm thankful that it's un- it was unproductive for you also i don't know i mean i had a list of tasks uh that were uh, you know lined up for me to do but then i never got myself to efficiently get through the list even yesterday simple things like cleaning the apartment and uh, cooking uh, was something that uh, looked like a big tedious task to get through so i just ended up uh, on my cot watching uh, hbo <laughs> so you didn't clean yesterday no no i didn't uh, i i just i was watching Uh, a few movies and tv series that i started uh, i also read a little bit uh, nothing productive nothing productive at all sorry i don't know if the listeners know that sachin is still going to work because his work is kind of like an essential thing so when you're saying productive you're saying mostly on the weekends right uh, even even at work uh, i had a list of tasks to get through uh, we are an essential business because we have some construction going on and we supply it to some crucial people uh who manufacture many different equipment so um that's why we are a crucial or essential business uh and you know being a part of that i had a lot of tasks to get through uh for upcoming installations and stuff like that but i could never finish off my task list i was just you know stuck at many places mentally Mm. bro i think the problem is the problem is that these things like making a list a schedule the, those words itself there is so much like so boring and plain right you think you think that's a problem you think that's a problem you think that is why people don't get don't do these things or do you think it is just motivation or do you think we need a better way of packaging these words and instead of calling a list we call it something else you know do you think do you think uh, that matters no i i don't essentially think so uh, i think it's more uh, to do with directions uh, so if you sort of jot down a list of stuff that you have to do for the day right if you actually write it down i actually write stuff down on a notepad like you know uh, do this uh, move this stuff get this stuff done submit this send this email uh, you know i have a list of stuff that i write down in my notepad first thing that i uh, do in the morning once i get to work um and then once you cross off each item of the list right uh, it gets easier and easier uh, and it's sort of self motivating as well because you know you check the time and it's like say 3 o'clock and you're 75% through the list and then you get a sudden wave of energy to get through the rest of the 25% before uh, 5 pm because you 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 mentally set a target oh i have to be home by 5 5:30 uh and that target helps you get through the list and that list actually 
you know, it's not like having a, a, a I should say, like a, a installation bar of some sort. Some sort. Like when you're installing a new game or something, and you see eighty percent, eighty six percent, you're like excited. You're like, oh my god, you know, it's almost there. It's almost there, right? So it, it it's sort of self motivating in a way to have a list and to get through the list uh, every day. But uh, the the worst part about this week is I never got around to making the list in the first place because you <laughs> need to do that. <laughs> yeah. So what I was saying was yes, I agree. I wasn't saying that we sh- we shouldn't have a list. I was saying should we call it a list, right? Because that is boring. Okay, <laughs> like we should, we should have like I don't know. We should have a different name for it. I don't know what, but we shouldn't say. See, if you if your mom tells you, hey, make a list, like how boring is that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, they're going to the grocery to buy some stuff. Make a list. Like who wants to make a list? No one gives a fuck about a list. But there needs to be a better like a better name. We need marketable marketable names in the productivity industry. You know, for you know, to 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 market productivity and to market, you know, uh, making a list. We need to package it differently. That is what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying we shouldn't make a list. That is obviously useful when I make lists. But should we call it a list? But talking about making a list, right? Um, I'm a little analog, uh, and I write down stuff. Um, have you ever used um, um, Microsoft Notepad or Evernote or anything of that sort? The only reason I ask is it it circles back to um, your initial question, right? Wherein um, instead of calling it a list, you can call it something else, right? So um, I think Notepad probably has some uh, stuff like that, like activities to do or stuff like that. Wow, probably. so interesting! <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> activities to do is even more boring. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure. I think they might have something. Um, bro, I use Evernote. I'm, I'm like, yeah. Let me get back to that. Yeah, I use Evernote, and it's it's a pretty cool app. Um, and it's really helped me uh, make schedules and all that. But see, schedule, even sh- like schedule, like like who cares about like you should care about a schedule. But it's like I don't know why I'm ranting about these words today. Uh, maybe I'm just guilty, and I'm trying to blame something else for my inefficiency. <laughs> no, but uh, I've had some wins this week. Uh, I finished uh, Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers that I was reading. I finished it today, actually. So the biggest issue I've faced in getting back to my efficient schedule was waking up on time, and I managed to uh, do it yesterday uh, and today also, kind of. Um, I was able to get up uh, early, pretty early, by I think 6:30 a.m. Uh, you know, during lockdown, I think that's pretty good, uh, and I was able to finish off. all my like the workouts and uh, uh, meditation and all that before 8:30 in the morning and i was on time for my morning cup of coffee and breakfast and the whole day was like so productive i got all my work done and everything fucking depended on that good morning and i and the solution was pretty simple and i think sachin kind of made me aware of it even though i knew it he made me aware of it the solution was simple which was to go to sleep early which i did that day and i was able to easily wake up like easily i didn't even have to put effort so the so guys the problem is with you like it's not with anyone else you guys need to like not able to wake up early it's you it's nothing else don't blame anything else don't blame the words don't blame list or schedule or anything it's you so yeah i figured that out which was 
a good thing about yesterday um yeah and apart from that i've been working out every day and all like i've been doing whatever i wanted to do but i haven't i haven't done much for myself you know i haven't worked on something i really care about uh you know i'm working for my client and all that but i'm not done anything i really care about which i really regret i didn't do anything for myself this week and yeah so that is what is making me feel bad yeah that was my week for you sachin that's it no more about my week that's it um but i find that very interesting there's a lot of things that comes to mind uh, based on what you said achu uh, one of the things you mentioned is you know we have to figure out what the problem is and you you probably uh, i mean you mentioned that the problem probably is our ourselves but i think if we reframe that and if we say that um hey you know instead of um blaming yourself for a situation why don't you assess the situation so that you can improve upon it so uh small measurements right uh you can't you can't probably measure creativity but you can measure work output right you can think about a number of tasks that you were able to get through and you can probably add a weightage to this task you know some tasks are really harder uh for instance you know editing a video or editing a audio clip especially when i am droning on is a lot harder because you have to listen to quite a bit and that's time consuming um but there are other tasks that are shorter and easier um so it's all about assessing those tasks um there's a small technique right there's there's a technique called dsss so the first thing is d what is uh, d d is deconstruction okay what are the um you you deconstruct your your big work what your what or big list of tasks that you have to go through all right and then you select you select 20% of those tasks that you have to focus on so that 80% of the work gets done because you know there, there's a pareto principle that works over there okay there are 20% of the tasks that that give you like 80% of all the outcome it might take that 20% is the most time consuming the most hardest work to do the rest of the uh, 80% job is easier and it's minimal it's easier to get through and then the next thing is sequencing in what order should you should do you want to go through right and then you have to set up stakes for yourself you have to uh, you have to create a real consequence uh, for yourself for not following up on your program right it could be you know having to work harder the next day or giving up on a vice that you like for instance no chocolate that day or something something to motivate you right mm. my vice is chocolate <laughs> <laughs> because i was listening to you very seriously and a very serious conversation and then suddenly you were like no chocolate that day and i suddenly like all the seriousness went out of the window so i just chuckled <laughs> So Sachin uh, what were your I know you said it has been a pretty unproductive week but let's be grateful and uh, let's see if you can come up with a few wins uh, in your week that you were proud about yes a few wins i should say um, would be keeping up on my schedule for reading so i told myself that i'm watching too much tv i have to stop watching tv have dinner by uh, 7 7:30 pm and read for uh, at least an hour an hour and a half uh, and i've kept up with that schedule all throughout the week the book that i'm currently reading is um sapiens by yuval uh, noah harari uh, i find that book pretty interesting 
so that's what that is one or that is my one win for the week i think that's amazing because the only book that i have that i have that is left that i haven't read is sapiens and i'm going to start it out and then maybe in the next podcast we can discuss it how awesome is that wait you have sapiens with you as well yes i'm going to start reading that yeah, that's the only book i've got left awesome. that i haven't read yeah what a great coincidence yes this has become sort of a book club bit of sorts i guess <laughs> yeah man like 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 6 months ago like i thought i was like hey like there are people who read in the world and there are people who don't read that's normal right and i am obviously for 15 20 years i've not read and i'm like i can't read man like i'm not that guy it's part, not part of my personality and then fucking i discover one book i discover power of habit which kind of like changes my whole perspective on things and then i realize how stupid i've been and that reading is amazing and that it is much better than watching some shit online or watching some shit online as in watching stuff online is also interesting and you can learn a lot but there's something about books that put you in a better positive mindset depending on the kind of book you books you read and i like that feeling of reading a book and i realize that i am a reader i belong to that spectrum and i love reading and can't wait to go out and buy some more books uh because usually i used to go out with my friends and they'll say hey hey let's go to that blossoms book house hey let's go to sapna book house you know these are book houses in bangalore and i'll be like oh god like because i would be so bored and i'd just go with them just to you know be with them but now i'm excited like i'm waiting for someone to say hey let's go to that bookstore and i'm like i really want to to buy some books on discount <laughs> <laughs> but um that uh, the, yeah. there's a point that i want to de- deconstruct or uh, um you know discuss about you um specifically um and that is the kind of books quote unquote the kind of books that you mentioned so how do you mm-hmm. go about selecting the books that you want to read uh is it based on a topic that interests you currently like for instance i believe you're looking into more books on productivity based on your list of stuff like you you said you you've been reading power of habits and now you've read um, malcolm gladwell's uh, outlier so all these i believe fall under the category of productivity are you looking for books more into productivity um uh, okay i i ha- actually speaking i haven't read a book that is directly about productivity but everything leads to that so i am reading books more about mindsets because i believe that is where everything starts you have to start with the mindset and then you go into action and that's when productivity comes in so i have whatever book i've read like i've read rich dad poor dad i've read outliers i've read the magic of thinking big i've read uh, uh, chanakya's art of getting rich then i've read uh, power of habit all these books are about mindsets they're all about how to think about situations why are why do we think a certain way in a certain situation what we can do to change it it's all about thinking and uh, i've always had a, a very a deep interest in psychology in understanding people you know in figuring out people in trying to guess why a person acted in a certain way and i've always been interested in that so i've i've been reading just about mindsets and why certain people succeed why certain people don't what mindset so yeah basically sorry like i'm saying mindset again and again yeah so i have been reading about mindsets which obviously um, it extrapolates to you know productivity like you have a good mindset then you jump into action when you jump into action you've got to look into productivity that is where our boring words of lists and schedules and note taking comes in yeah yeah um but 
what about um, assimilation? By assimilation, uh, what I mean is, uh, you know, you might read through the whole book, uh, but not a lot of people are able to recollect uh, much more than a certain percentage of book, depending on uh, how well you assimilate uh, certain things. For instance, uh, I remember I read Shoe Dog last year by Phil Knight, which is a really good memoir uh, by the founder of Nike. But uh, it's been more than eight, nine months since I read that book, and I can't recollect certain passages or certain events. Uh, I remember the book. I remember the sequence of events in general, but I don't remember certain um, certain bits and parts. Um, so how do you assimilate? Is there is there any sort of note taking? Uh, do you underline on the book? Do you write on the book? Uh, are there words, new words that you come across which you probably do not uh, know the meaning to, which you find out about and then write on the book? Or do you keep the book pristine and clean and you like it the way it is, uh, as new as it comes? Okay, uh, so this is like a twofold answer. Uh, if someone is reading a book on productivity and if it's obviously like if they're giving you practical tips, you cannot, you will not remember it in a week or two. Week or two is a little too much. In a few days, you might forget because that's how the memory works. It's not anybody's fault. So it's good to like take notes and um, uh, and do that, you know, to really apply it in your life. I totally agree with that. And uh, with that, um, I'm the kind of guy who doesn't like actually marking on books. That's why I like reading on the uh, the Kindle app on my phone. I don't have a Kindle. I have a Kindle app on my phone and in that you can nicely like if you've downloaded a book on Kindle, you can nicely mark stuff. You can highlight stuff, which I really like, and you can go back to it. Okay. So that was one aspect of it, which I think is important note taking and all that. The second part to this is the last three or four books that I've read, I haven't done much of note taking, which I could have, but I didn't. And I believe there are certain ways, like when I, when you read a certain book, right, which is very interesting. Like if you read like magic of thinking big and that book, like every chapter is gold. Okay. What he says in that makes so much sense and you should definitely start applying it to your life. So what happens is when you've read that book, uh, you take suppose a week to finish it. If you're a slow reader, if you're reading every day and you're reading one, one and a half hours every day, uh, you take a week or week and a half to finish it. And you're putting yourself through that every day. So you're putting these ideas in your mind. Maybe you don't remember it. So when you're in that state of mind of, you know, um, like a good belief and success and you're reading about all that, you tend to come across more things like that. You tend to start thinking of things like that. And it kind of, uh, suppose you go on YouTube and you find something that is similar to what you've been reading and you then check it out because you're interested, uh, you know, and somehow through the week or two and even after that, you keep reinforcing it into your life in many different ways. Uh, and I believe like if you read something very impactful, even if you don't remember it, it is there in your subconscious and it affects your actions, right? I really feel it affects your actions. And when you read a lot of these kind of books, right, it kind of sets the mood. It kind of changes your whole perspective and you on your own subconsciously start looking for more of these things, start looking for more ideas like this and you start finding such stuff. And you keep reinforcing the idea, keep reinforcing the idea, and it has an impact on you, even though if you don't remember, even though you haven't made the notes, but it still has an impact. The, the impact, it might not be as much as if you had made the note and like uh, applied it every day and all that, but it still has an impact, right? And I feel even that is extremely valuable than not reading anything. That, yeah, so that was the second part of it. So, Achaya, based on your answer, I have a quick question. You mentioned that you've been reading through the Kindle app, right? Uh, and you've been marking on it. Um, being a person who is always 
you know preferred physical books i have uh, read books via the kindle as well but being a person who prefers physical books uh reason being like for instance uh, i'll be reading something and maybe i'm 20 30 percent through the book and then suddenly i recall that oh somewhere in the beginning there was a mention about such and such point and i want to go back and if i have a physical book i can always flip the pages get back to that approximate location and then you know get back into the mindset of what i felt when i read that particular passage or whatever right uh whereas in a kindle i don't think that is possible have you ever felt that when you're reading a kindle and do you think that reading a kindle sort of um you know it it takes away that effect while you're reading bro i uh, have definitely felt that i think everyone will feel that uh, and uh, you can definitely flip back on a kindle too like you can go back to old pages and you can do it it will obviously be quicker in a book uh, but you can uh, uh, definitely uh, do that i'll tell you one advantage with kindle though like there are times when you'll forget what chapter it's on maybe it's just a vague paragraph you'll remember on a kindle maybe you can run a search you know if you remember certain phrases and all that you can't do that with a book but i totally agree with the feel uh, like even i enjoy reading a physical book more than reading it on the kindle like you're looking at a screen is far worse than looking at an actual book but i agree but i think there are certain advantages to kindle too that way like you can go back to it awesome awesome um and when it comes to note taking uh do you think it's a good form of uh, journaling as well like for instance you predominantly now okay the past uh, three four books that you've read has uh, predominantly been uh, more to do with mindset as you mentioned right you know when you read a book like that it is a conversation so the author of that book is having a conversation with you and he is uh, narrating his point of view right and when you read uh, say a passage in that book you might connect with it in a certain way uh, by that what i mean is you might have something that you accept about that something that you want to share as a personal experience when it comes to that particular passage that you read in that book so journaling comes handy uh, when it comes to that because say say the author has a paragraph about a certain experience um for instance it could be about how you form certain thoughts um it could be about so for instance with the with the book sapiens the book starts with um when human beings or homo sapiens as a species first evolved and came into this planet right and and there is a profound thought that comes into your mind because we are in the year 2020 right ad uh, but the world the age of the earth is 4 1/2 billion years and you when you when you think of these big numbers with the zeros that follow these numbers um it's just so profound time as a entity is so profound and you want to write about it you want to journal about it you want to you you probably have your perspective on it you have your thoughts about it right and that's where writing down your opinion of it also comes into play um have you ever felt that while you're reading um you know outliers or when you're reading rich dad poor dad or any of the books that you've read have you ever felt that okay um so yeah this is uh, uh, an interesting question because it's kind of something i've 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 uh, i don't know if it's a struggle it's more of not realizing something um so what happens with me usually is or uh, i've come to believe that when i'm reading something like if i'm reading malcolm gladwell's outliers 
right so i am i i uh, know he's an expert he's done his research okay and when i go through it i kind of shut off all my opinions all my ideas of what he's talking about okay like i'm not doing it consciously it is just shut off and i am just fully accepting whatever the author is saying okay see if it was a controversial book i've never read controversial books if 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 there's a controversial book talking about polarizing opinions maybe i don't know how my mind would react then but when i'm reading a book like this okay uh getting an opinion of mine is very rare which i feel i should uh but i kind of totally close my opinion part of the mind and i'm just fully taking in and i'm just agreeing with whatever the author is saying so the question of writing down what i feel or my opinion doesn't come like what i feel in general is an awe and a shock as to wow like this is how it was this is why it happened like what i was explaining in the book that is what my thoughts are limited to i'm not thinking hey like what if it was like this or i think it should it should be this it is because of this i am rarely doing that or i've rarely done that in the uh, five or six books that i've read um and that happens to me when i'm even watching certain uh, videos on growth or research and i just kind of fully given to the expert that is kind of good in a way and i feel it is kind of bad in a way because there is a chance of you getting you know swayed and pushed in a certain direction but like i said uh, i haven't had anything that has certain polarizing opinions or what not so till now i haven't faced that need to you know write down what i feel or write down my opinions about it because i'm just totally giving myself into the author's opinion but that uh, that contradiction of opinions right when you say you are giving into the opinion of the author there might be ideas presented in the book outliers which might be a contradiction uh, to the ideas presented in another book uh, for instance power of habits uh, i'm probably trying to make extrapolations that probably don't exist but have you seen any sort of contradiction of opinions between two books especially when it comes to mindset oriented books no i'll tell you the most interesting part is uh, the foundation of every mindset book i've read is the same they're all talking about the same thing and they've all covered it in different ways with different stories with different perspectives and they're all saying the exact same thing they're all just speaking about the power of thinking the power of belief and the, that is the reason why i've gotten too much into this thinking and belief and all that because somehow all the books that i picked and honestly it was not a conscious decision to pick all these books when i went to a certain bookstore and they were running some discounts and i just saw all these books and because i was following a few pages online uh, about mindset and all and all these books i had seen somewhere in mention somewhere far okay like i when i saw these books i those those memories came back back to me and i was like hey let me just take this book so i just picked these five or six books and coincidentally all these books spoke about the same thing in different ways uh in many interesting ways i'm not saying it was the same old boring shit but everything had a common theme all themes were the same only i think outliers uh is the only book that has been a little different because that is that outliers has been directly speaking about certain people who have gotten successful certain companies that have gotten successful and outliers is more about the conditions of how a certain success happens but everything else i've read has a pretty common baseline so like maybe if i read more if i maybe broaden my horizons and read other kinds of books maybe then i'll be able to answer your question bro 
I'm uh, not sure about that. Perfect, perfect. I'm looking forward to listening to your thoughts and opinions on uh, both Sapiens and Outliers once you finish reading both the books. Yeah, bro. I'm excited about reading Sapiens myself, and uh, I'm even more excited about discussing it with you in the future. Uh, I think it'll be a pretty good podcast to look forward to. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, on that note, I think we can end today's conversation. Yes, thank you for listening, guys. If you have any feedback for us, uh, any suggestions on how we can improve the podcast, or if you want to discuss a different topic, you can write to us at podcast dot keeping it simple at gmail dot com. That's podcast dot keeping it simple at gmail dot com. We're looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you for listening, guys. Bye bye. Bye.